Listener discretion is advised. As soon as I saw the little brown bear, I realized that it was the man that had passed in the accident in my waking life the day before and that he was showing up in my dream again to show me yes I was frantic I was I was in a panic state the bed was all messed up the room was messed up hello and welcome to scary time the podcast that helps you find new emerging and undiscovered scary and paranormal podcasts I'm Greg the host and curator of scary time today's featured episode is from Skeletales. Skeletales strives to answer the age-old question, is my dead grandma watching me? I'm actually not sure which answer would scare me more. If you liked today's episode, please click the link in the episode description to subscribe. All right, we're going to get this show started after a quick word from our sponsors. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Begin. Hey everyone, just a quick heads up. In this episode, suicide is mentioned in one of the stories. If this topic is distressing for you, I recommend hopping in about mid-episode and catching back up with us there. Hi, I'm Britt. And my name is Alyssa. And this is Skeletales. And this is the podcast where we strive to answer the age-old question of, is my dead grandma watching me? Tonight, we have a very special Skeletalk for all of you. We are sitting in our tall wingback chairs and talking with not only a medium, but a practicing physician. Now, for privacy purposes, we will not be sharing location or work details about this person, but I am thrilled to talk to her about her experiences. I'd like to introduce Dr. Jess. Hi, guys. Hi, Jess. Hi. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Okay. I have one million questions, but I will start with one. Okay. You you are a medium. Yeah. So at what point did you realize that you were a medium or did you realize that you were maybe having different experiences than maybe everybody else? Um, honestly, really recently, um, back in roughly July of last year, I finally realized like everything kind of came together and I will of course go into the story of what happened. Um, but I think our whole family kind of has mediumship abilities because we all experience stuff like this surrounding other deaths of family members. And so it didn't entirely feel like I'm the only one. And only later I realized like, Oh, oh, this isn't something everyone experiences. <laughs> How did you come to realize that you had this gift? 
lots of validation with other mediums when I sought out to kind of figure out what in the world was happening to me. So what exactly happened last summer that made you like, what was the, the revelation? The revelation. So, um, we, my husband's best friend, uh, was for a long time. Now we realized suffering from schizophrenia, which now I realized was probably not, but that's a different story. We'll talk about that in just in a second. He had kind of suicidal ideation on and off during the end of his illness, end of his life. And he kind of, you know, promised us that he would not do something. But so anyway, we were on the phone with him um, in mid-July. We were actually FaceTiming with him. Like Mike, my husband was on the phone with him all day. I came home from work and, you know, said, hi, we chatted a little bit. I felt like something was off. We got off the phone and probably about... So that was around three o'clock around five o'clock. His mom texts us being like, Hey, do you guys know where Alex is? And I knew right away where Alex was like, it just <gasps> hit me. And I didn't say anything. Cause I was like, who the hell just randomly blurts out like, Oh, I think he's dead. You know? Yeah. Like that's not the instant. No. Yeah. yeah thought. I knew. I, knew. Um, I was like, I was thinking Alex is gone. Like he's gone. And what's weird is this was not the only time that this had happened where his mom would like call us and be like, Hey, do you know where he is? By the way, he lived in a different state from us. And so, you know, we'd be on the phone with him. We might be able to track location, but not always. He sometimes turned it off and stuff. So when his mom called us that day and asked, I was like, Oh, he's gone. So I didn't say anything. Like I said, we went to dinner and my husband got a call from Alex's mom, um, around 7 PM. And he like took the call and walked away. So I didn't hear any of the phone call, but I just heard him say, no, no, no. And I was like, fuck, you know, like I, like you, you knew. I, I knew. And so we had been kind of chatting at dinner, the rest of us that stayed. And I said something along the lines of, well, you know, if Alex is still here, blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I knew. So I went into the room where my husband was at and he said that Alex's mom had just said, Alex killed himself. Didn't tell us how, didn't tell us what happened. We like had absolutely no idea. And so like, we just had no idea. So anyway, so we, um, we went home. I, we went to bed. I have a little one. She's one and a half. So at that time she was like just about one. And then my husband was with our older son and he's like around three, three and a half. And so went to sleep. And in the middle of the night, I had a dream. Alex came to me and he said, he said these words, he said, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. I just wanted to sleep. (sighs) Okay. That whole day he had been like, he hadn't slept about four days preceding from when you had talked to him earlier that afternoon. Like he was straight up in a manic episode. And so, and he had told us, he was like, I really want to take a bunch of my meds and just go straight to the hospital and tell them that I did that so they can sedate me and pump my stomach Mm. or whatever. Just let me sleep. So he just like really genuinely wanted to sleep. And so 
I told Mike the next morning, I was like, it was some sort of accident. Um, he just really wanted to sleep. Like he didn't want to die. And so again, we had no idea what had happened. We didn't know how he died. We had not no info. And so we kind of, you know, were grieving throughout the weekend and we had tickets to fly back home to where he lived to, you know, arrange the funeral and all that stuff. And that day we, you know, found out what had happened and um, he apparently fell asleep in the car or something. He drove his car into a tree. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I'm so sorry to interrupt. They thought that by him driving the car into a tree, he, they thought that that was him trying to end things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you knew differently though, huh? Differently. It's kind of, um, an ironic and like very dark humor. But when we went, like, of course, when we were there at home, we went to check out like where it had happened. And my husband's mom goes, you know, there are a lot bigger trees out here. You'd think that if he was trying to do this on purpose, he would have picked a bigger tree. (laughs) So it was like very dark humor, but also. But it's a good point of like, I mean, maybe he wasn't. Yeah. 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 Or trying to maybe like falling cells. Maybe this wasn't intentional. Maybe it was really an accident, right? Like he, he could have, or he wanted to, but not super bad. Right. Right. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. So like there was a lot to it. And so, you know, we went back home and we, you know, helped with the funeral arrangements and helped his mom because obviously that's, he was her only child. Mm. So it was a lot for her. And so at the funeral, I could have sworn I saw Alex like standing next to the rabbi laughing at him. And I was like, okay, I'm just imagining this. Like, I just really want to see him, you know? Yeah. And then like later I saw him standing behind his coffin and like watching it as it was lowered. So again, I was like, I'm imagining this. I just want to see him. I just want to believe he's here. You know, are you seeing like, like it looks like he's really there. Is he like transparent or just like a physical person? It looks like he's standing there. No, it's more like, like almost like a white, it depends on the soul, but like it can be shadowy. And like just a shadow or it can be like light. Um, But it's just like an outline, a silhouette. Um, And I just like feel the energy and know. If I know that person, I know who it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. If I've never met them, then there's no way for me to know. But yeah. So anyway, so, you know, we're there. I, there are a few more times that I, I think I see him, but again, I'm thinking I'm just crazy and grieving and, you know. This is the man that was the best man at our wedding, by the way. Like he was yeah, very close. It seems like family. Yeah. Almost. Oh, yeah. 100%. So exactly one week later, July 16th, I can actually play you guys these clips because like, I don't know if you want me to, but. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Yes, please. So this woman messages my husband and is like. This is a woman we've never met before. We have no idea who the hell she is. She doesn't know us. She doesn't actually even know Alex. But she messages my husband and is like, so I had an experience with Alex the day he died. Do you want 
to know about it. And Mike is like, mm. he has no idea who this person is. None whatsoever. Oh, no. this is wild. So he is extremely skeptical. And mm-hmm. so he was like, um, sure. Like, sure. Yeah. So can I share my screen? Oh, yeah. I haven't actually listened or watched these videos in a while, but. So she, how does she message him out of like on Facebook or? On Facebook. Yeah. And just out of the blue. Out of the blue. Oh my gosh. It's like a video video message. message. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She ended up. So the way she found Mike was, so we posted, you know, that there would be a funeral and whatnot. And we made it public so that all of Alex's friends, you know, could see it or share it or whatever. So whoever wanted to come could come. Um, And so she ultimately, like, once she was able to find out his name, then was able to, like, get connected. And and your husband was the one who posted the public post. Mm -hmm. Well, we put... We posted it from his account, but I was the one that posted it. Oh, right. Okay. But from his account. Yeah. Okay. That's why she messaged him. She had to cut it up, by the way, because like you can't send more than like a minute or so long messages and video messages in Facebook. Okay. Okay. Hi, Michael. Uh, My name is and I know this is super bizarre. I totally get it. It's crazy. It's weird. A stranger's reaching out to you to say something like this. I was contemplating if I even should. Um but I just feel called that I'm supposed to. So I'm, I'm going to, and you can take with it what you need. Um, but I want to preface it by saying, I know it's weird. I know it's crazy. I feel weird reaching out, even saying it. So I totally get it. And I get the skepticism. I totally get it. Um, but since I was little, I could feel when spirits are around me. And again, I know this is weird. It's weird for me too. Um, but what happened last Friday is something that I've never experienced before, ever, ever, ever. And um, so I'm just going to share it with you. So I live here in um, I don't know Alex. I've never met Alex. And last Friday, um, it was about 4, 4.15, right in there. And I was taking a break from working and I went and sat on my couch and I um, was just doing a mini meditation. It's just something I like to do to reset during my day sometimes. And I was watching out by my window while I was sitting in my family room. And I've never seen this before. I've never had this happen before, but out of nowhere, I could see with my physical eyes, which again, this has never happened to me before, but I could see a portion of someone's face from like the top corner of their forehead around their nose and their eye, like this whole area of their face. And I could literally physically see it in front of me. And it looked like almost like an aura. And I stared at it for a minute. Like, am I really seeing this? I forgot to mention when I saw Alex, I saw this lower (gasps) part of his face, like the jaw. And like part of the nose, like basically the other half of what we saw up on oh the altar is what you're saying, or that? Yes. Okay. Like when I when I had the dream. When you had the dream. Oh, oh okay. The in the dream. Okay. Yeah. She was seeing wow. this like kind of in her window, but she'll you, you'll yeah. And as I kept looking, I just I saw this person's eye open. The aura was red, 
and um, just that portion of their face. And um, so I asked, who is this? Can you give me a sign to who you are? And as soon as I said this, I had been sitting in my family room with the news on, but the news was muted. I couldn't hear the TV and I'm like watching out the window. And as I say, give me a sign as to who you are. My husband walks in the room and says, hey, unmute the TV. What's going on in Like right after I said, give me a sign of who you are. And I look up at the TV and it's still muted. And there's an image of an ambulance on the street. And I'm like, what is this? So I unmute the TV and the news says it's just now live breaking news that there was a car accident versus a tree. They weren't showing the image of the car. So I, I didn't know how severe the impact was. They weren't showing the size of the car. So I didn't know how many people were involved. I mean, they weren't giving any information. They didn't say that anyone had passed. They just said that, you know, live breaking news right now, a car had, you know, hit a tree. And as soon as the TV said that, I looked back to where I could see the aura and it was still there. And I, I said, it's you, you are from the car accident. And as soon as I said that, um, the eye that I could see like from this portion of the face started like looking all around frantically, um, like they were panicking. And I realized then that it was a male, that he was young. There was no like older features around the eye um, and that he had passed at the scene. And as soon as I said, you know, you, you were the one that just passed away at the scene in the car accident, he, um, he did kind of start to panic. Like, like he didn't realize that's what had happened. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know where to go. He was, um, you know, like in between worlds for a minute there, right? And he didn't know what to do. And I've never experienced something like this. And I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. I could see him. I could feel him. And I could feel his panic start setting in when he realized what had happened. And um, so I stayed there with him. And I said, you are absolutely okay. You are safe. There are angels all around you. They should be guiding you where to go. Relax with me. You're not alone. I'm here with you. Let's just take a deep breath. Look for your angels. They should be right there and they're going to show you where to go. And so as I sat there with him, you know, breathing, helping him relax out of nowhere, he started calming. The anxiety went away and I could feel the angel swoop in. And then his breathing calmed. He relaxed. And all of a sudden he was in complete and utter peace. I mean, complete peace. And the angels carried him and, and brought him to his place where he could rest and be safe. And whoever that is that you believe, um, he was not alone. And yes, at first he was scared and he didn't know what happened and he didn't know where he was supposed to go. But what I'm trying to say is his angels came for him and he is completely safe and he's at peace and he is surrounded by love right now. And he was then too. And it was so real for me. I've never experienced anything like this. This was so real for me. I can't make this up. I wouldn't make this up. Um, like it was intense. And I went in my phone and I quickly wrote a note right after it happened. 
um, because I knew right then after being around him that he was the sole occupants of the vehicle and that he passed away at the scene. So I put a note in my phone that one man had passed in the accident and I wrote it in the notes section of my phone so that when the information was released, I would know what really happened and that I'm not crazy and that this was all real. And I have the screenshot. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to see that I wrote it on Friday, which was last Friday. You'll see there's other notes after it that are the dates after that accident. And I wrote this on Friday before they ever announced who was in the car, how many people who passed. Um, I already had the note written. And so I kind of put it to the back of my head. And then that night I went to sleep and I keep a dream journal of everything that happens in my dreams. And I write it down right away the next morning. And that night that I went to sleep on July 9th into July 10th, I had a dream that I was at this retreat center. I know, strange. And I walked into my room and there was two beds, you know, a single twin bed on one side, another single twin bed on the other. There was my bed and an extra bed. And the extra bed was all thrown about, mattress flipped, sheets taken off, comforter thrown. And I was like, in my dream, I'm like, what is this? What happened in here to this bed? And so I went over to the bed and I started trying, you know, to fix it. And um, as I was doing that, out of nowhere, this um, little um, brown bear comes running out from underneath the bed. And in my dream, as soon as I saw the little brown bear, I realized that it was the man that had passed in the accident in my waking life the day before and that he was showing up in my dream again to show me yes I was frantic I was I was in a panic state the bed was all messed up the room was messed up but as soon as you came by me and were with me I knew where I needed to go and I was safe and again I have screenshots too of you know all this that I wrote in my dream journal um but my point of me reaching out to you was because since then I keep feeling called that I'm supposed to reach out and tell you guys that this happened because he wants you to know that yes, it was sudden. Yes, it was unexpected. Yes, he was scared too, but he's at peace and he is in a place of pure love and he is where he's supposed to be right now. And he's watching over you guys. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to cry. He's watching over you guys. And he loves you so, 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 so much. And if me telling you this gives you any inkling of comfort or proof that he's okay and he's on the other side, that's all my intention was for this. And that's why I believe he wanted me to tell you this. So I hope you don't think I'm absolutely nuts, but it's coming from a place of love. So that was that. Oh my god. Like, Holy oh, shit. The tears. Okay, so what was your response to this? So you re- yes. he receives this out of the blue. He's a skeptic. Like a lot of messages. Yes. Yeah. And like yeah, I mean and it, listeners, it's video messages. So, you know, she's sitting there probably because it was just too much to type, I imagine, right? And we yeah, did see yeah. the screenshot. You can see the screenshot at whatever it was like 12:54 p.m. on a Friday or something yeah. like that. So yeah. Your husband receives it. He's skeptical. And and then what happens? But like I had already been telling him like this was an accident, blah, blah, blah. So it was like very cohesive and it all made sense, you know, without 
I'd never met this woman. I didn't know who she was. Now we're really close friends, but only after this. Yeah. So I told my husband, I was like, just tell her that I need to talk to her. That you just need to talk to her, not him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, tell her that your wife would like to speak with her. And so um, he, he, I, with his phone was like, can you like talk to my wife? And gave her my number. And so she texted me and we texted back and forth a little bit. And we decided to get on a FaceTime call. We talked for like two hours and it felt like no time went by. It was crazy. But she like recounted this whole story to me because I was like, I just need to hear it again, you know? Yeah. And we were talking and she brings up like before I even said anything about the funeral shoot, because we had live streamed it too, because mm-hmm. a lot of COVID, a lot of people couldn't make it. Um, And she told me, she was like, yeah. And I saw him like behind his coffin as it was being lowered. And I was like, you did not just say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And I told her, I was like, I saw him too, but I thought I was imagining it and crazy and like that it was just out of my grief that I was like I just really want him to be here but she brought it up and I was like what the fuck like oh my god validation flags like crazy yeah yeah so that was kind of one of the first moments where I was like okay I Maybe not necessarily was thinking I like have some sort of gift, but Mm -hmm. was just thinking like, okay, so that was real. And I definitely saw him. How emotional for the two of you to like, like, like literally in a sense, lost a family member and then received just days later that Mm -hmm. recording. Yeah. That's intense. That's intense. was a lot. And since then, like I'd, we this girl and I like have talked back and forth a lot and talked about our abilities. And she kind of helped me like with my kind of awakening process to like realize that this wasn't like, this is a gift that I have, you know? Yeah. So tell me about this girl. It is she like a practicing medium or is, Oh, she's not a medium. (laughs) No, she's a normal girl. She's like almost exactly my age. Normal. I mean, like mediums are normal. I will no, but I will say that she's not like I was going to say from describing her to the listener because we just watched. I mean, she looks like she's in a very. Oh my gosh, she doesn't look like a witch from like the wizard, you know, Disney movie or anything. She looks very normal. Like you would see her working out at the gym and not think anything of her at all. She's not like hippy dippy looking or nothing, right? She does yeah. not look like some, yeah, she is just a very normal, some like, oh God, normal, yeah. quote unquote normal. She just, yeah. yeah like, she, there's nothing like weird or spiritual or, or yeah, woo woo about her. Like she's, if you were to pick her out in a lineup, line up a bunch of people and try yeah. to pick like the 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 yeah. medium You'd person who you wouldn't you wouldn't ever You'd guess never this, this gal. Um, yeah, and so we have since then like exchanged lots of stories of you know like things we experienced over the years. Um, I had a bunch of dreams with Alex. I mean, tons. Um, and through each dream, have kind of learned 
bits and pieces about him. I've actually like, I will be honest when he was like physically here alive, he annoyed the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And mainly I think because of his, his mental health stuff. Yeah. Because now like I've kind of gotten to experience his like pure soul, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I really love you. And I really wish I could have gotten to know this version of you while you were like physically here. I mean, fine. Great. I get to know you now, but you know, does he in your dreams, does he like give you messages sort of, of like, tell my mom this or tell Mike this, or, you know, like, does he, is that sort of his goal or is it just to like hang out with familiarity? Yeah. 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 Most of it is to hang out. There were a few times where like, actually it happened for a while after he died, but like, I would just hear him in my waking life tell me like, please tell my mom it was an accident. Like, please tell her I didn't mean to, to do it, you know? And so I kept telling my husband, like, we need to tell her, but I, after talking to her a lot, like she needs that there's, there's a lot of stuff there that like, she needs to know that, that he did it on, of his own volition because oh, then she doesn't comfort. feel like she failed, you know? Him. Okay. So there's, there's a lot there. I mean, that's my extrapolation, my professional extrapolation of what, what that whole situation is. Did he have drugs in his system? Was, did he like end up taking those sleeping pills? All of them. Like when the tox report came back, it was pretty clear that he took like all of his medications and he was like, just like he had told you guys, like, I just want to sleep. Was he heading in the direction of the hospital? There was a hospital in the direction that he was going. I don't know necessarily that. But at that point, yeah, right. He was like two minutes away from his house. He would have been delirious at that point. Four days, no sleep. He was completely with dead. medication in his system. Yeah, just yeah. not in his right mind. Yeah, no, no. And after, like, I've I've spoken with lots of other mediums who are also actually physicians. Um, you know, we kind of they've they've helped me connect with him and. One medium was like, well, actually all of them have said this, but one very clearly said, you know, he had been done living here physically for like five years. Like he was, he was just not having it. This was not the world that he felt like he could do something in, you know, Um, it just wasn't fulfilling what he thought he needed to do here. And so with that, looking back it like five years before that was kind of when his life went off the rails. Like, like he was, he was done. He was very clear. So I've just gotten like validation coming from very like random sources that don't know each other that, you know, like have no connection, wouldn't know what the other person is saying that the other person even exists. And they're saying all of the same stuff to me. Like, I went to see this um, energy healer and she like, she's become a very special part of my life now. And she's also a medium. And so when we had our first visit, she was like, Alex is here. He's saying, I'm still a part of the gang. It was my time. I couldn't deal with all of the injustices. I couldn't do anything about it from that place. It was my time. I couldn't handle it here anymore. 
And it's so funny because she, I'd never showed her a picture or anything and red hair was like his, his, uh, signature thing. Like we called him Rezik, which is like redhead in Russian. And she was like, he is a young fella with like red hair. Like that was (laughs) straight away. Yeah. Um, and so she was saying, he's telling me he's content. He's at peace. He appreciates us so much. He feels like he took us for granted. Um, that's his only regret. He really felt and knew he was a part of our family. Um, and now our tribe on the other side is taking care of him and he's their kid. And so many different mediums have said pretty much these exact words to me, like wow. word for word. I appreciate you guys so much. I love you. Like all, all these different things that, and then like, I'm a part of the gang is a very specific way to say it. Mm -hmm. And that's what he used to say. And a couple of other mediums have said that he's saying exactly that to me without, again, without any connection. So like, there's so much validation. And actually with this energy healer, (laughs) I, um, I had a dream with Alex in it. Um, and she was in this dream and it's so funny. Like, I won't tell you the dream because there's a lot about it that I don't necessarily want to share. However, what I will tell you is that, um, I saw my energy healer like two nights after I had this dream Uh and I, I was kind of distraught over this dream. I know I'm being really, um, like mysterious but it's okay it was a weird dream oh we don't we Uh, don't talk about dreams a lot on here just because we understand that yeah yeah (laughs) completely Um, but anyway she I told her I had this dream and she's like stop right there I need to tell you I had a dream that you were in on Saturday and she goes on to describe my <laughs> exact oh dream my God. with Get out. all the people that were there, like down to the, like I wrote when I wrote my dream log thing, I was like, we were in a fancy restaurant and she word for word says, so we were at a fancy restaurant and I'm like, what the holy shit like she literally told <laughs> oh me my dream because oh she was in your dream you said too she, she was, in, was in that dream what? she was in that dream she was she was there like oh which which like is one of those things that reinforces to me like when we dream it's not just like a concoction of stuff in our minds like we're somewhere with yeah. others you know because like there's there's just no fucking way like i hadn't told anyone <laughs> about my dream she was the first, first person I was telling about my dream. And she told me about my dream. That's crazy. Oh that's like inception. God, that's... So since then, like I've had, <clears throat> I've had spirits visit me that I'm like, I realize are, you know, spirits in need and that like have not crossed over and things like that. Like some of them, they'll show up and make me just like heart pounding, mm. completely anxiety ridden. Like, oh my God, like you need to go right now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms I literally, like, I have, I have a lot of, I have crystals now. I'm one of those. Yes. <laughs> You're in good company. We're crystal girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got a pendulum, too. <laughs> Nice. Which answers lots of questions for me. Um, I've had experiences where I um, have seen my past lives. Um, one, I was I was meditating and I saw myself um, like flashes in um, concentration camps. Oh no! Yeah, and wow. like um the last thing of that past life that I remember or that like I can see is being buried in like one of those pits, you know, like the big pits that they did in like Auschwitz and stuff. So I have definitely seen at least one. I know I died in the Holocaust. Um, Another past life. So I've had, this one is kind of like, um, like the energy from it sticks with me. Mm -hmm. So I had really, really severe perinatal anxiety and depression, like super severe. And I couldn't understand why um, until I did a past life regression and recognized that sometime in like the 1800s, I was a French woman who um, had a baby die in childbirth. Wow. Yeah. And then I shortly thereafter committed suicide myself. Oh, so, so that's one of the things. And like, that totally makes sense why I was just so. I have a quick question. Um, yeah. You said when you did your past life regression, like mm-hmm. it was that like a class you took or something you read or how did you hone into that? That one, um, that one in particular, I did with a physician medium and we just kind of okay. like, went into talking about it. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't like a true big past life regression, but there was like some meditation and we kind of got there. So I talked to my Reiki healer, my energy healer. She's not a Reiki healer. She does a different program. Um, But so I asked her like about some of these past lives. um, And she like repeated the same thing to me as like, crazy crazy like she's like superwoman I think oh my god she's amazing I just oh I love her so much (laughs) I have like so much respect for her I just I can't I can't this is Um, the same one who appeared in your dream and told you your dream the same lady mm -hmm. oh my gosh I want to meet her so you've mentioned a couple of times now that you spoke with other mediums who are also physicians how do you find this 
pool of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was very um like kismet, like faded. Uh so there are a few different Facebook groups for physician mothers. And on one of them, this woman posted about being a medium and intuitive and empath. And it just like her post really spoke to me. Um, and I reached out to her. And especially once all this stuff with Alex happened, I like really reached out to her, was like, um, something's happening. Yeah. Um, and so she added me to another Facebook group that she runs that's like a smaller more condensed group of female physicians that are mediums. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe a hundred people. Um, and from that small group, I was added to a big group. That's like multiple thousands of female physicians. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Who are mediums, who are mediums, who are empaths, intuitives. Like they have Claire, something clairvoyance, Claire audience, Claire, whatever, you know? They have that's incredible. Yeah. I find it so fascinating that there are like this combination. It almost sounds like an oxymoron with the physician medium, like um, because people are supposed to be science based and they only believe in science or they're, you know, Mm -hmm. like people just are very quick to put everyone in little, you know, uh, piles. Buckets oh, or even for the podcast where we say, oh, we tell paranormal stories. And uh, you've been told before, Alyssa, you're like, oh, I, I don't, I, I'm only s- believe in science. And yeah. that just shut down. Don't even, I don't even listen to it. Yeah. Like, which is my, com- I'm like, I, my, my, I have a degree in biotechnology. I work for a pharmaceutical company. I'm like, I'm, I'm science based, but I still like find yeah. it interesting. And I think that it's a default sort of response. But then when you push a little bit, people are like, okay, well, I did have this weird weird thing happen and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But to have a whole face, I did not know there was this whole subculture physician mediums. Like this is very exciting to me and I want to penetrate and hack this group. (laughs) So I have one answer for you on that of how these, the spiritual and the science connect. Okay. Do you guys know of the law of conservation of energy? Yes. I do. That well, energy can neither be created nor destroyed, mm-hmm. just changes form. Like that explains all of it to me completely, yeah. right? Like how souls move, how, you know, you can affect something far away from you. Like just all of it <laughs> makes so much sense to me with the law of conservation of energy. And that is a scientific theory, which for all of you people that will say theory is, you know, not proven. In science, a theory is something that has yet to be disproven. Yeah. And people try. So have you found that your medium abilities have helped you in your practice? Oh, yes. Yeah. I've I've had several instances, um, even like in the last couple of weeks. So I'll go back. I will tell you that Alex has joined my spirit guide team. Oh, and he's awesome. right here. Like he, he's, I'm going to sound crazy, but he's actually right here. Um, <laughs> Hi, Alex. Welcome. <laughs> so I will oftentimes like hear something that I need to say to a patient. 
you know, as a thought in my head, but like not coming from my own voice and, um, God, I sound schizophrenic. Right. But I'll, it'll be like, you need to tell them about this, or you need to ask them this specifically and I'll ask or tell them or whatever. And people are just floored by how I know this. Can you, you know? give an example? It doesn't have to be a, a true life example, but for, for example, talking to a patient and asking them about, you know, like someone who recently passed that like they haven't divulged any of this kind of information to me. And I'm like, someone really important to you recently passed, like, talk to me about that. And they're like, what the fuck? How do you know that? You know, like (laughs) things like that. Like I'm meeting this person for the first time via zoom call. And I'm like, talk to me about the grief that you're carrying related to the death of this person that was important to you. Wow. That's so specific. They don't don't immediately be like, bye. (laughs) Oh no. Cause cause I kind of like come at it. I don't, I'm not that direct, but I'm like, you know, I'm sensing some grief, like that has something happened recently, but I know what has happened, but I kind of like guide them to it. So, so they think they're the ones that told me. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, amazing. Yeah. There, there have been a lot. And so like, I've definitely heard Alex tell me things like you need to mention this and like talk to him about this. And it's like, it's, it's guided me and it's helped me. Like I'm, I, I actually saved a patient's marriage by, by like, I was told to tell her something and like, it just kind of unraveled in a way that ultimately she was like this divorce that I decided to proceed with. Like, I, you're right. I shouldn't do it. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Like at this point there have been, there was a lot of time that I was really freaked out about it. Cause like I would sense now what I realized to be souls before I was like, I'm just, I'm just an anxious mess. Like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I have really bad generalized anxiety disorder and that's that. And like, now that I'm realizing, Oh, I'm seeing a shadowed soul. The shadowed shadowed soul has come to me and has, you know, like has those feelings of anxiety, of depression, of things going on. And it's not my feelings. I'm like intuiting and I'm, I'm an empath and feeling those things in addition to like having the soul come to me because as a medium, we're like very, we're like beacons, we're lights for especially shadowed souls to like, come to for help, you know, like a who lighthouse else in the dark. Yeah. That's a, a I've yeah. never really thought like, about that before. That's interesting, but that's, that's a very good visualization. I'll tell you, um, a, a creepy thing that happened literally like two weeks ago. Um, I was, so my younger sister came over and <clears throat> was hanging out with my kid. I went upstairs, went to my bathroom, whatever did, did my thing and was coming out. We have cameras all over the house. And my little sister, my husband has the cameras pulled up like on his iPad in his office. Just so he like can see it at all times. Um, and my little sister saw me walking out little sister. She's 21. She saw me walking out of the bathroom and she was like, dude, two orbs legit followed you. Like, cause I like went forward in the room and then like stepped back to get something and then went for, and they were like following me. Right. And I was like, okay, 
cool. Like whatever, someone's here. Great. Um, and then when we, when I took my son upstairs, he was like freaked out and did not want to go into our bedroom. And like, he's three, like you guys have seen him. He doesn't understand this stuff, but he was like, no boogeyman, like, no. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. Like, I know he's a seer. I know he's seen stuff. I know he's, Mm -hmm. you know, so like, I've, I know that he's not just like, you know, freaking out about nothing. And so I'm like, okay, that's a little creepy. Um, and then, so I, you know, whatever got him to bed and, um, I went to shower and all of a sudden, and we have like just tile in the, in the shower, but in the tile, I saw the face of this woman who reminded me very much of Bellatrix Lestrange from (laughs) like this, like dark ratty black hair and just like a very mischievous, like something was not right. And she literally was like hanging out with me in the shower and freaking my shit out. Like I was like, normally when I encounter a soul for the most part, I'm like, okay, like, you know, we're fine. We can deal with you. It's, you know, whatever. This was like really heavy and giving me serious anxiety. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you need to go right now. And like, she did not want to leave. Um, and so I, you know, I kind of put that in the, in, in my back pocket. Sometimes I like, I'll meditate and I'll imagine like just a big ring of light coming out from me. Um, and usually when I do that and tell spirits to go away, like things will calm down. Um, and this works like all the time with my daughter is also a seer and she hears stuff and talks to people. And when I do that, like it clears the room and she can go to sleep, you know? And so at this point, like the spirit has left temporarily. And so I met with this medium last week for the first time. And I told her about this soul that like freaked me out. And I was just like, yeah, it was this woman in the shower. And she's like, oh, like there's been a lot. And she goes deep into it. And she's like, this woman is a shadowed soul. She was a child molester. Um and all this stuff. And I was like, well, no shit. My son, like, I didn't tell her about my son freaking out, but like, she's like, yeah, he, sh- this woman like really destroyed children. So I'm like, okay, well you're, yeah, this all makes sense. And you know, I, I needed some validation that she was the real deal too, but yeah, these are the kind of things that happen. <laughs> A shadowed soul. I don't. I, so what is that? What's that? What, who, what, where, when, why, how? Yeah. So it's a soul that's passed. So it's a person, you know, that has passed recently or whenever, um, that has some sort of emotional baggage from their life that is keeping them from crossing over. Is there any helping them or are they just destined to? Okay. So this medium that I'm working with is teaching me how to do crossovers. So how to actually, like basically do therapy for souls (laughs) to help them like let it go and like go into the light this all what a perfect job for you as a physician you're like i'm like i got this i'll help live people i'll help you know people. (laughs) whatever well i wonder if that's why there's such a call like you all have calling so many physician mediums just a calling to help in general and just Mm. you want to help those who are hurting and in pain on whatever yeah. level that is. Yeah, that's exactly it. 
Um, so yeah, some of the things when I was younger that I, some stories, a lot of these involve my grandmother in 2003, excuse me. She, um, died in a horrific car accident. Um, she was just turned and left. Um, and a drunk driver hit her going 90 miles an hour in a 30. Um, and that, that was that. So the crazy thing is I had, she was going to my other grandma's house and I begged her that day to take me with her. I was like, I really want to go to my other grandma's house with you. Like come pick me up and take me. But I had been faking sick that day because I didn't want to go to school. And she was like, well, no, you're sick. I can't take you. And then a little bit later, this crazy shit happens. She was hit on the passenger side and the entire car was like, like, it was almost like there was a bubble around her and the whole car just like was completely, I mean, like totaled beyond recognition. Totally. 90 miles an hour. Yeah. Absolutely. It would yeah. have to be. Yeah. yeah. So that, I mean, that I can still picture what the car looked like, but so I had gone to sleep that night and I had a dream that she came to me to say goodbye. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Like, okay, bye grandma. Like, sure. Whatever. See you tomorrow. And then my mom woke me up a little bit later and was like, your grandma died. In a oh, car accident. No. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I know. Cause she just came to say goodbye. How old were you? I was 12. Wow. Yeah. It, it it was a really like big trauma to happen to all of us. And it took me many years to work through it. Like, like I just recently worked through it for the most yeah. part. The whole family came over by this point. It was like two o'clock in the morning. We all sat and cried and talked and, you know, and probably around four, we went to bed. Um, and my sister and I used to do this thing where we would bring our mattresses into my parents' room. Um, to like have a slumber party kind of thing. But in this case, it was more like we brought our mattresses in there just to all be together. Um, and we went to sleep and I remember waking up because someone sat on the edge of the bed and touched my foot and I opened my eyes and it was my grandma. And I like shut my eyes really hard and opened again. And she was there. And then I like, I looked away and then she was gone. Um, and I'm like, like, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, no, I definitely dreamt that like that was not real. And, you know, so over the years, like over time, we've kind of as a family talked about this stuff. And like my sister has told me about times that she saw her and all this stuff. What's really interesting is um, like a couple decades before that, my grandpa had gone to see a psychic who told him that she would die in a crazy accident at 62 years old. And it, she was 62 when she died. And like, what? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? Oh God. Yeah. God, your family is just like, <laughs> and then now like- my grandma, first of all, is on my team. And actually she's right here. Um, She's on my team <laughs> and she's like, so excited that we're, like opening up to this and actually doing this because like none of us, we kind of shut this connection down many, many generations ago and like reopening it. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's sort of the natural instinct, right? Like, Oh, I'm, I hear a voice in my head. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But what if it's not, you know, like I opening up to the possibilities, like this is, 
incredible. Stuff is real. And I've had, like, I'm a person, I'm a woman of science, but I've just had too many experiences that are so far beyond coincidence. And, you know, word for word, people saying the same thing to me that don't know each other. Like, there's just, there's no other explanation other than this is scientific. Yeah. We just don't have the technology right now to quantify it, but yeah. it is scientific. And again, like I said, love conservation of energy. That is like exactly kind of why we started the podcast from the very first episode. I'm like, I'm almost mad because I don't know if we'll be able to explain it in our lifetime. Right. But I'm like, eventually, yeah. like something's going on and we will probably be able to understand it just we're not, we're not there yet. Right. It's not there yet. We're not evolved enough yet. Yeah, I can visualize time as like almost one, one time. Like it's really hard to explain, but like back this way is the past, this way is the future. And I can literally like in my mind's eye, visualize things that have happened and sometimes that will happen. Wow. It's very strange, but it's happened to me. <laughs> Do you think that everyone is capable of this or what is setting your family apart that, okay, you're sh- she's nothing. shaking her head. No, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing is setting us apart. Um, I think everybody is able to do this. I think that you have to really, so, okay. So I will preface this by saying some mediums don't think that that's possible. I actually think that everyone has these abilities. It's just about like, really meditating, connecting, opening up to energy and like really truly feeling it. And as you get more connected, you can experience the stuff outside of dreaming, outside of meditation and just like in your physical life. I have a question about your team. Yeah. So you talked about your grandma and Alex being on your team. Yeah. Who's in your team? And like, how, how do they help you? And I, I'm kind of excited. I feel like I'm t- sitting here looking at you and I am in, like envisioning like this posse behind yeah, you. They're like, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't I have not discovered all of them. That's like one of my intentions this year is to kind of get to know all of my guides. I know for sure one is Alex. He's <clears throat> he's like the main one to the left. Um, one is my grandma. She's like the main one to the right. And one is I've like felt called to bring this. This is my grandfather who passed away in 2016. Like this is an old photo in like a plastic, I don't know, cover thing that I found. And I was like, this needs to go on my desk. You know, like this needs to look at me all the time. And he's actually my main like spirit guide. That's like always right behind me. And I was talking to my medium, actually my mentor, medium mentor yesterday. And we were kind of like going through and working out who is on my team. And she described him, I mean, to a T, like to a T without, I didn't show her a picture. She had no idea who she, who he was. She was like, this is a very special man in your life. Like super lively, like just went on and on about him. And I was like, oh my God, that's Buma. Like that's my grandpa. (laughs) So yeah, uh, that's that, those are just, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg with a lot of my stories, but I've just, so 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I've just had these experiences. And now looking back, like I can process what I saw years and years ago and what I felt and heard and all that stuff, you know? Do you have any advice for anyone out there who might think that they have medium abilities? Don't assume that you're crazy. You're probably not. (laughs) Um, And really, I think meditating is your number one way to connect and, you know, get rid of all the other noise in your life and just really, truly connect to the light, connect to the universe and just listen, watch for messages. Things come through in so many different ways. Um, and part of it is just kind of like taking the leap and believing it's, you know, like there's a net out to catch you kind of thing. Like you just have to be like, okay, I believe this and let's just go into it. And as you do that, you'll start, things will just fall into place and you'll get validation. Like I didn't seek out any of these groups or anything. It just like things fell into place. And I, it's not been on purpose that I've discovered this. You know, like not by my own doing. Right. It just happened. Yeah. Well, because you're a natural. (laughs) Make me blush. No, I would would just say that like I opened up to it. Like I really finally, after the Alex thing where I was like, there's something here. I was like, you know what? Like I I basically made it known to the universe that like I wanted to know more. Yeah. I, I needed, I needed to learn more. I guess setting the intention of like, I think this is what's going on with me. And just communicating to the universe, to your angels, to everyone, like, please help me learn more. Help me discover this more. And it'll come to you. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Jess, we're wrapping up. We do have a final question that we ask all of our Skeletalk interviewees. Um, Here it goes. What three objects would Alyssa and I need to bring to your seance to summon you from the afterlife? So for sure, probably the phone that I was using when I died. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever contacts are on there. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever iPhone number, number, whatever, 90 something like that's, that's probably going to be what you need. Um, And then. Did you say three items? Three items. Yes. Okay. So this, my pendulum. Awesome. Um, is a, that a tiger's eye? It is a tiger's in the eye. Middle. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. And it has like all the chakras. Yeah. What is oh, that? That's so cool. What is it supposed to do exactly? The pendulum? It is. It is really cool. It tells you like it. Using your energy and the energy of your spirit guides, it you can ask it yes and no questions and it will answer you things. Oh my God. Okay. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, I've I've asked it some interesting things. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to tell you guys about. Yeah, go ahead, please, okay. please, please. Okay. Um, okay, so last thing because my kid's gonna freak out. I had a dream um like three or four weeks ago that was just so real, like I knew. I had experienced it. Um, and in this dream, I was the daughter and the father was like really abusive to the mother and the daughter. And it like this dream I just saw in like, a, I saw a whole lifetime 
and like flashes through the lifetime. And at some point the father went from like emotionally and verbally abusive to like more physically abusive to ultimately killing the mom. And at some point then later killing the daughter. And when I woke up, like I immediately wrote it down. Cause I was like, this was too real. This either is going to happen has happened or was a past life. So I went to my pendulum and I, I asked very clear questions, um, and discovered that I was in fact a daughter. Um, in fact, Alex's soul was the mother (laughs) and yeah, the, the father did kill us. And I don't, the, like, I haven't encountered the father's soul anywhere but yeah, I like asked very specifically if that was a past life of mine. Cause I was like, is this something that will happen? And it, the pendulum swung? No. And I was like, has this happened already? Yes. Was this something that happened to my soul? Yes. Like, is this my past life? So yeah. So that. So the, another past life, like come to light. Yeah. Wow. And that one like came to me in a dream and I was like, oh, this was real. Like, you know how, you know, when a dream was real. Yeah. Like well, we're not as in tune to you. So I will say I, we don't talk about the dreams so much, but I do have very, I'll have, I'll have zingers. I definitely yeah. have zingers of ones. And I'm like, oh, this is going to work out because I had that dream. Like, but every so often. You do it, Lisa? You did. I remember I told I you, Brent, like I cut open my leg and there were like coins falling out and I knew I was getting the job <sighs> or like I knew that and you like, yeah, like I, I'll have dreams like that that are just very vivid and very weird and very specific. And I don't know. Yeah. And okay. you just know. Yeah, I just and know. Just That's know. it. Like that. With, and it's been a few of them. Like I got a bone ring and I was like. I'm having a boy. Oh, yeah, like, that one. Like, I mean, yes. and they're just ones that they just stand out from the rest. You, you can pick them out of the lineup. I actually, I described both of my kids to perfection before they were even born. Oh, <laughs> I knew exactly what they would look like. I saw them oh. and I like told people about what, like what I, what I thought they'd look like, but what I'd seen that they looked like exactly what they looked like. That's so interesting. Wow, that's really cool. I would never, I would not have guessed what my children look like at all if I had to <laughs> at all. They don't look anything. Yeah. And third thing, oh, yeah. you guys are going to laugh at me because I'm a doctor. So for me, pens are very important. So like my perfect oh, yes. pen is probably one of the things that you can bring to a seance. Okay. All right. What's your perfect pen? Got to know. Let me pull it pull it out here it's a pilot g2 38 yes it's Ooh. Alyssa who else said that they were gonna have a pen in their uh seance was there it was, was it else. Mel who wanted a pen I don't remember oh my gosh I don't know I just was but it? I agree I think that's and now I'm wondering was that laugh. the same pen was it the g2 oh I don't know the pi- well ha- we'd have to go back to listen um oh. I'm very particular about my um, writing implements as well. So that's completely, you're talking to people who draw here. Relatable. We yeah. don't think you're crazy. That is the exactly. most sane thing you listed. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, for sure. <laughs> my phone, my pendulum and my pilot. <laughs> Honestly, that's the chillest seance. I think that we have like encountered yet. Very it would be, just, it like, would be a fun seance guys. Like we'd have a lot of fun. 
Oh, hell yeah, we would. You'd like come to the seance and you're bringing like 30 people with you from yeah. <laughs> past life. I 100%. love it. Jess, this has been like the absolute highlight of my week. Aww, what a delight you are. Thank, thank you, you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Amazing stories. Like we said, we could probably keep you on for another hour, but we know little uh, fellow there, yeah. your son is not having yeah. it. He's like, he <laughs> I, wants me to, I understand. Mom life. All the attention. A busy doctor, mom, medium, all the things and trying to do all of it at once. <laughs> you are rocking it. Aww, all right. So we are going to say good night to you and haunt y'all later. Haunt y'all later. Haunt you later. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to Scary Time by Indie Drop-In Network. Check out all of Indie Drop-In shows at IndieDropIn.com. If you would like your show featured, reach out to us at Indie Drop-In on all social media or go to IndieDropIn.com. Your show featured, reach out to us at Indie Drop-In on all social media or go to IndieDropIn.com.